Marianne Williamson is an author and self-proclaimed spiritual thought leader. She's also running for president. Here at the 2024 New Hampshire primary, it's all about the Republican Party. But amidst the Trump and Haley rallies, Marianne Williamson is showing up, gathering small crowds and generating buzz. In the mass media, Williamson is portrayed in the news as a kooky, spiritual crystal lover who knows nothing about politics. But here in New Hampshire, she's promising baby bonds, a public task force on housing and Medicare for all. We had to find out why this self-help guru is fighting for the hearts of Americans and running for president. This is Emily Scobie reporting from Bedford, New Hampshire. It's January 22nd. The first thing we noticed when we arrived in Manchester, where Williamson's campaign is headquartered, was that she had a number of local events scheduled. When we arrived at our first event at Soul Sisters, a local restaurant in Nashua, the space was overflowing with supporters and press, all anxiously awaiting Marianne's arrival. Our main focus of this event was to find unwavering supporters of Marianne Williamson, or if they even existed. Would they fit the stereotype of a self-help guru who bathes in essential oils? Turns out they are just everyday people who wish for peace in our current political climate. One example of this is Sandra, a Massachusetts native who believes that Marianne is the answer to our nation's troubles. I support her in every way for running for president. I think she has the best and most honest and powerful voice out of anybody running for the presidency. We like how government for the people, by the people. One thing that they especially love about her is the fact that she, unlike many other presidential candidates, doesn't take money from corporations to fund her campaign. She plans she doesn't have corporate money in her pocket. That's probably the most important thing. All of them are paid, all of them. We know all of them are. And we like it that she's not. She just wants to win on her own because we support her, not because some rich uh, corporation is going to fund them if they do whatever they want when they're done. So we like that idea. Though her supporters are often normal people, the way they describe Marianne is unique in the political scene. He said she brings spiritual integrity to politics. But at the same time, they are realistic about her odds of getting the presidential nomination. As of now, Williamson is polling at 5% for the New Hampshire primary, the lowest out of all the Democratic nominees. How our society and how everything is set up right now, it seems ludicrous that she could possibly win, but in my heart, I think she could win. She's very strong, very powerful, and I'm like 100% confident that she could run our country better than any other of the politicians. The odds don't matter to them. They know who they want to be president, and it's her. Best said by news source The Nation, it's Marianne or death for this group of people. I've only voted twice in my whole life, which my friends always um, tell me that I'm a bad person because I don't vote. She just is a leader. It's in her being. You know, you can hear and feel it. And she understands the dynamics of people and heart and love. And she's for the people. That's, that's it in a nutshell. I like it. It's one thing to go to an event, but it's another to be an actual worker for her campaign. That's why we found it to be essential to talk to a volunteer. Cindy Nye, NYE. I'm from Connecticut. 
Cindy has been a continuous advocate for Marianne's campaign by acting as a volunteer for both her New Hampshire and Connecticut events. She's even the volunteer lead for Marianne in Connecticut. And as a psychologist, she offers a unique perspective on her reason to support Marianne Williamson. I hear a lot of despair and a lot of pain and suffering, and I hear so much of it that has to do with our economic policies and what's happening in the world, the constant wars, and you know, all the things that Marianne is trying to turn around. Uh, every single policy of hers prioritizes people, the planet, and peace, the three things that we need to focus on and the three things that our government should be here to support and do everything it can to be healthy and whole. Though many believe Joe Biden is focused on creating change and passing policies that help the people of America, Cindy believes that out of all the Democratic candidates, there's only one of them that's actually focused on change for the well-being of American citizens. And it's not Biden. Marianne really gets the heart to the heart of the problems with all of her policies. Um, Joe Biden is part of the system that really seems to be more concerned with what the lobbyists want, how they're going to get reelected, and how they're going to get the donors. So they might make some superficial changes, but ultimately the underlying stuff that really is perpetuating the problems, including the influence of big money on our political system, that's what Marianne wants to address. And that system supports the way, you know, Biden's presidency and his campaign, and it's just incompatible. Like other Marianne supporters we interviewed, Cindy is convinced that the DNC is silencing Marianne and not giving her a fair chance to get elected. This was something that Marianne herself talked about at her town halls. Given all of the shenanigans that the DNC has already done to keep her off ballots and to keep media from covering her, that's the wild card that none of us can control. So if the DNC weren't interfering, absolutely without a doubt. And I don't know now with the Florida lawsuit against the Democratic Party, they're not having her on the ballot. Maybe that will turn the tide and there'll be some accountability so that our votes really do count. Cindy is a longtime supporter of Marianne and has been following her campaign for almost five years. It was in 2019, when she, after she first announced it. You know, it was the 4th of July weekend, and I was just looking forward to a long four-day weekend, and I was scrolling through, and I think I came upon her speech when she announced her candidacy for the 2020 election on YouTube, I think it was, and I was so inspired. I was like, I have to go see this woman in person, and I looked online, and it turned out she was in New Hampshire, got in the car, came up for the weekend where I listened to her, and again, I was so inspired in person that I followed her to the next event, and I've been just a supporter ever since. Marianne's supporters are all incredibly passionate about Marianne's cause, driving to New Hampshire to hear her speak only minutes after finding out about her, and even voting for her when she isn't a party-supported candidate. Cindy has written her in on her voting ballot twice, first in 2020. Did you vote in the 2020 election? I did. Who did you vote for? Marianne Williamson. Marianne Williamson as a write-in? Absolutely. Yeah. As a longtime supporter, Cindy has noticed an interesting change in Marianne's campaign. Surprisingly, as the attention from traditional media decreases, the number of supporters has increased. She used to get town halls, she was included in debates, she got lots of coverage. Now it's been almost like there was a put the word out, don't let, don't put her on. At the same time, flip side of that is so much more openness and receptiveness among the voters to her, what she has to say. There were a lot of people who didn't quite get it in 2019, 2020, and it just didn't seem to connect. And now they're like, oh my God, she's so right. This is exactly what we need. Cindy also gave us some insight on what it was like before the media took her out of focus. 
Well, after the second debate for the 2020 race, she was the most Googled candidate in all the states, except for one, which was Montana, who had their governor was running as well. So she had a lot of viral moments, a lot of interest, and I think that the status quo really realizes what a threat she is. I think they thought and hoped she was going to go away after the last time around, and now they're doing whatever they can do to keep her message from being heard. Marianne and her supporters are convinced that the media has been purposely blacklisting any content about the campaign. This bias jeopardizes the amount of followers to her cause, making her one of the least televised presidential candidates in the running. Back at Soul Sisters, one member of our team, Natalie Miles, was able to get an up-close and personal interview with the presidential candidate. Our question... How would you attain the budget for your whole health plan in a time where Congress is extremely divided? was answered in a way that made us wonder what we had been asking about in the first place. Okay, well first of all, no matter who is elected in 24 or in any other presidential election year, you don't know what kind of Congress they're gonna have. Whether it's Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Nikki Haley, Marianne Williamson, you're gonna hope that your party is gonna have the House and your party is gonna have the Senate. For one thing, Americans won't be, so many millions of Americans won't be going to jobs they hate because they are, they're in those jobs for the only reason uh, being that that's where they could get their health care. She used this opportunity to continue speaking about her agenda. For the mental health crisis, but let, you cannot overstate how much inherent economic injustice is part of that mental health crisis. We have, that's just the symptom. We have 70% of Americans who say that they uh, live with chronic economic um, anxiety. One in four Americans live with medical debt. We have an $88 billion medical debt. Meanwhile, if you take the FOP, the five most powerful pharmaceutical companies last year alone, their profit was $80 billion. Such a huge sigh of relief when people just started having to think about that. To close her response, Marianne gives a final promise to the crowd. First of all, I'm gonna talk as president exactly like I'm talking now. I'm gonna be this blunt, this direct, and this honest, just turning it to the best of my ability, okay? After the Q&A ended, the other part of our Democratic team were given the chance to have a one-on-one -on -one interview with Marianne, where they asked her in-depth questions about her stances. So you stated in your website that you plan to eliminate the sale of assault rifles and the 3D printing of firearms. I'd like to. Um, how would you plan to do this, especially since Biden has had so much trouble getting his plan through Congress? Uh, Democratic presidents try. This is a math issue. This is something where it can't just be me, it has to be all Americans. If you put in the people who will vote for that in Congress, we can get it done, otherwise you can't. A majority of Republicans, as well as Americans, excuse me, as well as Democrats, do want common sense gun safety laws, including gun owners. You're going to have to be active. And this is really good that at this age, how old are you? 17. She then gave them a team call to action. You have a greater clarity at this point in your life than you might have 20 years from now. So stand on what you know. You'll be voting next year. And also, look what you're doing here today. You can do everything except voting yet. So um, you're going to have to get involved on local, uh, local levels. You're going to have to get involved on the state level, hold people accountable. And also, particularly once you turn 18, people in politics are aware of your power now. Own it. Start getting involved with uh, campaigns. Maybe you won't all feel like being candidate, but get involved with the inside of campaigns, just like you're doing. The team then asks about how she would differ from Biden in her approach to get her goals accomplished. While what she suggested during her speech was interesting, we were worried that there was no substance behind it. 
Is that spirit of getting it all done what you think will convince people to join the progressive movement? For, I think there are a lot of Democrats out there that are wondering where their home is, what's next for this party. But I feel the same way. I feel a little bit like Maria said. I thought of the Democratic Party, well, they're on our side. These days, I'm not sure. So, you know, believe me, with everything I'm going through in this race, I have my own questions. A lot of people, uh, Republican and Democrats, are like, what happened to the party I grew up with? It cannot remain like it is. It's going to fall one direction or the other. It's either going to fall in the direction of real chaos, God, God help us if he's elected again, or in a direction of greater enlightenment and, and social possibility. Joe Biden is just saying, well, let's just sort of stay where we are. That's not going to win the election. This concludes the first part of Who is Democratic Candidate Marianne Williamson. The second part is already posted where you found the first. We hope you have enjoyed what you have heard so far. This is Emily Scobie reporting from Bedford, New Hampshire.